0: What's going on everybody? We're back with episode 15 of the Our City Podcast. It's our World Series preview show. Let's dive right into it. That's right, the Houston Astros are heading back to the Fall Classic. They will take on the National League champion, and for the first time in franchise history, Washington Nationals. That's going to be a great, great World Series to watch. I know I'm excited for it. We're uh, we're going to do mostly this episode predictions, talk about the World Series, how the playoffs have gone, stuff like that. For the World Series... It would have been very disheartening to me if the Yankees came back and won that series. That would have sucked, especially as a Mets fan, having Yankees na- excuse me, Yankees nationals in the World Series would absolutely be awful. I'm glad Houston won. Jose Altuve with the walk off in game six. To give get Houston back to the World Series. They will host game one. Game 1 is set for Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, October 22nd. First pitch scheduled for 8:08 p.m. Starters are yet to be announced at the time I'm recording this. I'm sure they will be up later tonight, if not tonight, definitely by tomorrow. And it should be a lot of fun. I'm I can't wait. You know, I haven't been able to watch a lot of the playoffs this year because of schoolwork and all that, but for the World Series, I definitely will make time, like it, like I always do, for it. The first two games are going to be in Houston, followed by three games but if needed. Def- at least two, possibly a third if needed, in D.C., and then if needed, two more back in Houston. By Wednesday, October 30th, at the absolute latest, we will have the 2019 World Series champs. So, we're With me, my predictions, I'm going to just go off on my predictions. I think Houston wins this. I think Houston wins it in six games. I think it takes six. The Nationals are, in my opinion, weaker than Houston, especially in terms of areas like the bullpen and and overall offense. But if you put the Nationals' big three, their starters, against Houston's big three. So you got Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin for Washington, and then you got Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Zach Granke for Houston. That is going to be an incredible, I'm assuming in some order, those are going to be the first three starters for each side. That's an incredible pitching matchup to watch. I'm very excited to see Game 1. I would expect since Game 6 of the ALCS was a bullpen game because the Astros were planning on using Garrett Cole for Game 7 if needed, that Garrett Cole will get the start for Game 1 of the World Series, and I would assume that either Strasburg or Scherzer, probably Scherzer, would get Game 1 for the Nationals. With the other one, definitely going Game 2. But, I have Houston winning in 6. I do see the nationals potentially winning the World Series. However, it's all on their bullpen. They definitely have the offense. They their starting pitching has been great this postseason. Definitely think they could pull it off. However, their bullpen needs to not be the way it was. You know, for Mets fans, if you remember back in the middle of May when the Mets swept all four games against the Nationals. In City Field, all four of those games were blown up because of the Nationals bullpen. The Mets won a, two more games later on in the season against the Nationals bullpen. So the key for the for them to beat Houston is for their bullpen to essentially not suck. You know they got guys in there that Daniel Hudson was big guy that stepped up this year. Same with Sean Doolittle. They need got, not only those two. But they need everybody else to step up. Because if Washington's bullpen falters, they have no shot at beating Houston. Houston, I think, is just too talented from top to bottom. And they really, Houston really, in my opinion, has been the best team in baseball this year. I know a lot of people give credit to the Dodgers, give credit to the Yankees, considering all the injuries they had this year. But I'm gonna get, I definitely think f- consistently throughout the whole year, Houston has been the best team in baseball this year. So it's certainly going to be something to look forward to. But again, it's October baseball. Anything can happen. You know, there's been some crazy stuff going on this postseason. Obviously with the Nationals, the way they won the wild card game, with that quote-unquote booted ball by Trent Grisham out in right field. Then they beat the Dodgers, who were expected to win a third straight NL pennant. And then for them to knock off St. Louis. I mean, and then the way Houston won, it's been crazy. And you can't not love it, honestly. It's great to watch. It's great to see. Great for the game and all that stuff. But this World Series definitely is going to be something awesome to watch. I'm super excited. Normally, I stick because I'm a Mets fan. I'll stick with the National League team and cheer for them in the World Series, but I do not think I can go against my own personal bias and beliefs and feelings towards the Nationals and throw my support towards them. I don't think... (laughs) If the Yankees came back and beat Houston, I definitely would have rooted for the Nationals because I would rather see the Nationals win their first World Series than the Yankees win their 28th. Plain and simple. So I'm glad Houston won though. Again, I got Houston in six. I think that the World Series MVP is going to be Bregman or Garrett Cole. If If Houston wins it and it's an offensive player, I my prediction is Alex Bregman if the World Series MVP is a pitcher I'm going to give it to Garrett Cole and for the sake of just having the other side if the Nationals were to win the World Series they went they got to win it. they're gonna win in seven if they have any shot it's going to take all seven for the Nationals to win They just are that kind of team It's not that they can't finish the job but Houston will not quit Houston is the type of team that, will not go down without a fight. That's why a lot of people, including myself, have seen them as the best team in baseball this year. And I certainly think that if the Nationals have any chance to knock off Houston, it's going to take all seven games. If the Nationals win their MVP, I got to go with Anthony Rendon from an offensive standpoint. I'll come back to Anthony Rendon in just a second. From a pitcher standpoint... I honestly feel like Steven Strasburg or Anibal Sanchez. The way Sanchez pitched in the NLCS and the way Strasburg pitched the entire postseason, definitely one of those two I could see being the World Series MVP if the Nationals were going to win. Anthony Rendon, though, definitely not only deserves some World Series MVP consideration should the Nationals win, but also overall MLB MVP. You know, Yelich missed, missed the last what was it month or so of the season. Bellinger cooled off a lot at the end. Anthony Rendon definitely deserves some MVP consideration. If he's had an unbelievable year, he's going to get paid very, 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 very well this offseason, as will Garrett Cole. It's I mean, you can't hold it against the team they're on. You know, he's on the Nationals hate the Nationals with my all my heart, I love Anthony Rendon, though. He's an absolute beast, and anyone, if anybody looks at his numbers and can compare him side by side with Yelly and Bellinger, he's right there with them, if not better, in almost every offensive category. You know, he's been, this year, Rendon hit 319 this year, he had 34 homers, 126 RBIs, An OPS over a thousand this year. Over a thousand and was slugging five ninety-four. That is a by far his best career year. He's only twenty nine. He'll be turning thirty later this year. For people to overlook you can't overlook him. He's definitely been one of the more consistent players in the game, you know, year after year, Anthony Rendon quiet. You know, I mean, we all talk about Nolan Arenado, as we should, but Anthony Rendon definitely deserves a lot of the credit where credit's due. I mean, he's flying under the radar with everyone. Everyone's going to be talked about, Yelly and Belly, for the NL MVP. Anthony Rendon definitely, in my eyes, deserves to be in that consideration, and if he's definitely not top three, then... I. I don't know. MLB's got to fix something there. But the World Series is certainly going to be a true star show. I mean, you got Rendon, you got Bregman, you got Altuve, Correa, Juan Soto, Matt Scherzer, Garrett Cole. You got some of the best young and veteran players in the entire sport facing off against each other. And I am super stoked. You know, and one of the things I wanted to touch on is I don't want to call them underdogs, but guys on each team that are going to be key for the, uh, their respective team to win in the World Series. The biggest name I look at on the Nationals roster, Howie Kendrick. Howie Kendrick was the NLCS MVP. He had that clutch grand slam in the to win the eventually would win the NLDS against the Dodgers. He has been flying under the radar this year, and definitely if he's one of those guys that will definitely be a difference maker in this postseason. Houston also has one guy that sticks out, and to me, that's Jordan Alvarez. Why? Alvarez had a phenomenal rookie year, batted 313, had 27 homers, almost 80 RBIs, Postseason, not been good. He's hitting under 200, has one RBI, and an OPS of 471. If the Astros, I think the Astros can win without Jordan Alvarez performing to his capability, but I also think that he definitely will need to be playing a big role if Houston is going to knock off the Nationals. His power is unreal, and... I can't I can't even begin to describe how big of a home run he will probably, if he homers in the World Series, how big of a home run it will be. Definitely one, two guys to look out for, Howie Kendrick of the Nationals, Jordan Alvarez of Houston. Both of those two are going to be, again, I don't want to say underdogs, but they're going to be difference makers for their teams. They're going to be those guys that not everybody's going to talk about, But they're going to be up there performing, and they're going to be coming up clutch in situations, and that's what's going to put them over the top of the other one and get their team that Commissioner's Trophy. So we're going to wrap up this episode. Again, episodes are going to be a little shorter because we're in the postseason. There's less to talk about. But with a little bit of MLB wrap-up, just a little bit, manager searching continues for the Mets. A lot of names have been brought up. Joe Girardi's name's been brought up. Carlos Beltran's name's been brought up. Eduardo Perez from the ESPN broadcast booth has been brought up. Definitely some good names out there for Mets fans to be excited for. There was, I believe, eight open positions for managers this year. And only one of them has been filled so far. That is the Los Angeles Angels. They have agreed to terms with Joe Madden, former Cubs manager to Lead their club for the foreseeable future. Madden obviously was heading the ship of the Chicago Cubs team that broke the 108 year World Series drought. Now he's going to take back or take his talents back to LA where he started his career and hopefully get the Angels and Mike Trout, who everyone I know everyone wants to see Mike Trout in the playoffs, hoping to get the Angels to October. At all the other positions that are opening, the Mets are still open. Phillies are still open. Uh, Chicago obviously still open. There's a couple other teams that are still looking for managers. Definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Buck Showalter and Dusty Baker have also been brought up. Those are guys that have definitely had managerial experience. I th- honestly am a big fan of Joe Girardi. I think he'd be a great fit for the Mets. He's managed in New York before with the Yankees. He obviously was successful there. He knows how to handle the New York media. knows how to run a baseball team, essentially. And that's what I feel like the Mets need. I said in the previous episode when I talked about Mickey, I wasn't opposed to him. But now I feel like the way his term ended and the way the Mets are constructed now, they need a guy that has been there before. They need someone to manage that has has managerial experience and is not coming in fresh out of the gate like Mickey did. I feel like that's going to be more beneficial, especially with these younger guys like McNeil and Alonzo and Rosario. It's going to be more beneficial to them. And with the Mets' current lineup and how it's shaped up to go into 2020, definitely all they need is the, I don't want to say perfect, but they need the right fit for their manager for them to succeed in 2020. And they certainly have the talent to do so. You know, if they can touch up a little in the bullpen, definitely could see them. And if they can put the right guy in charge of the team. I'm super excited to see what this Mets team can do. But again, only time will tell. The second interviews from what I've been reading, or second round of interviews have been starting. Joe Girardi's name not only is with the Mets, but with a bunch of other teams, so it should be interesting to see how all of that plays out. Hopefully the Mets will have a new manager before, they're probably going to wait till after the season's over to make anything official, hopefully before Thanksgiving, I want to guess, hopefully before Thanksgiving, they have someone in mind to be their manager or at least narrowed it down to maybe two or three guys. But definitely by Thanksgiving I would hope that they make the decision final. But again, it's I'd rather them take their time and make sure they pick the right person considering the talent level on this team and what they could potentially do. But that's going to wrap it up for episode 15 of the R City podcast or world excuse me, a world series preview episode. Again, I got Houston Astros winning in 6. Let us know down below what you feel your World Series predictions are going to be. It's certainly going to be a ton of fun to watch. Again, Game 1 is set for Tuesday at 8.08 the starters. Still yet to be announced. I'm guessing Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole or something to that effect. Maybe Strasburg versus Garrett Cole. But we'll see. Hopefully that'll be up tomorrow and we'll see from there. So again, make sure you let us know your thoughts and predictions. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Make sure you're following us on social media at Our City Pod on Twitter. And we hope you enjoyed episode 15. And we'll see you next week, hopefully, or maybe I should say, with a World Series champion. But definitely we'll be in the midst of the World Series and hopefully get close to our Mets season review and our overall MLB season review. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go Mets.